0: Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The CoLab. We are a collective of brand professionals sharing our career stories. Every week, we pair up two members and they interview each other, so you'll get to hear one episode this week and one next week. We're heading into our third year of The CoLab, and you can join us too. Sign up at jointhecolab.com and then tell your story.
1: Hi, CoLab. I'm Daniela Meistromberg, and I'm here today talking with Jenny Shaw. Hi, Daniela. I'm happy to be here with you. Me too. Jenny Shaw is a freelance makeup artist with 15 years of production experience in New York City. In 2018, she started Shaw & Company, a boutique agency, currently representing eight phenomenal makeup artists for film, TV, advertising, fashion, celebrity, red carpet, and runway. In March of this year, Jenny became bi-coastal and founded Zen Beauty in Sedona, Arizona. Zen is a company that combines allied therapies with makeup artistry to give clients the elevated experience of healing and nourishment, coupled with a polished aesthetic which results in a beauty from within effect. The Zen Beauty location will be opening this fall, and I couldn't be more delighted to talk with you, Jenny. I want to delve in and chat about this exciting new project you have going on because it sounds bespoke and exactly what the world needs right now. A whole new idea of how to create beauty. I'm thrilled to talk with you, so yay. Where did you go to school and why did you make some of these choices?
0: I grew up in a really exotic location, Virginia. I grew up in a suburb of DC and I went to high school, college and grad school in Virginia. My background is not aligned with my current life and self. I'll get to that briefly, but I studied anthropology for undergrad, and then I have a master's in multicultural education. And the reason I made those choices, to be completely honest, is because I grew up with parents who told me at a very young age that you cannot make a living being an artist. So I just sort of like fumbled around and did what they said, trusting them when I was younger, but then also kind of knowing deep within that... I was gonna just pave my own path. So I was just sort of buying time if I'm being completely honest. And then it became like having one arm tied behind my back. It became extremely uncomfortable. And then it got to the point where it was painful to just sort of deny what my passion was and who I was. So I just broke free of all of that and said, you know what, I'm gonna move to New York, go to school for makeup artistry and do this and make it work.
1: You were born an artist.
0: Absolutely. But, you know, it's it's interesting. And I feel like a lot of people listening to this will relate. When you're a child, of course, you trust what your parents say. And, and my parents weren't trying to lead me astray. They just wanted me to be happy. And, you know, they just wanted a, a trusted path. But, you know, it was difficult. I remember being a child and drawing and then scribbling out my drawings. I would spend more time scribbling out the drawings. And then I would throw them away because I didn't want anyone to see you know, that I made art.
1: Wasn't a supportive lifestyle for you at that time? No, it wasn't. But
0: thankfully, I'm just deeply rebellious. I, I just don't, you know, I mean, deep down, I, I, I don't have a desire to do what pleases others. So, you know, while I sort of took that route for a, a moment, you know, in my 20s, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm like denying everything that I am. It's time to scrap. Everything that I've been taught and do something new, and thankfully,
1: you know I trusted myself above all else because it worked out. it really did, so having said all that, knowing who you were as a young age and and being really sort of clear and true to yourself, do you think you would do it differently if you could today? <laughs> I would do everything differently
0: <laughs> I would do everything differently, I really would. <laughs>
1: That's a brave answer. Tell me more.
0: Yeah, I not that I wouldn't have gone to college and grad school. I think that I would have. Because I, you know, one thing my mom always said was education is something that no one can ever take from you. And I, I do agree with that. So I don't think that I would erase my education. I think that I would just obviously choose to pursue something different. With that said though, I feel like truly disliking what you are doing is one of the best ways to be motivated to make change. Whenever I meet people who are like, my job's okay, I'm like, oh, this poor person is gonna be stuck there for 30 years just with mediocrity. When I meet someone who's like, I hate my job, I'm like, oh, that's amazing that is going to get you to your passion. Wow, what a great perspective, yes. Because people have a hard time making changes, but when you're miserable, there's kind of no other option. So I was really unhappy with the path that I chose, and I always kind of knew it was temporary while I figured things out. But yeah, so I, I would absolutely do things differently, but at the same time, I'm grateful that things worked out the way that they did.
1: You know, I just have to pause on that answer for a moment because- Go for it. I didn't expect it. It's so inspiring. It's not the way I think at all. And God, I love that answer. I really do. Tell me a little bit more about what prompted the moves you've made in your career as an artist, doing your makeup artistry. Some of the changes that you made within that career, once you found what you were doing, what prompted some of the changes within your career?
0: I started later because I I had made those choices. So I didn't even go to makeup. And I love telling people this because people always think that, you know, they're starting things so late, but I didn't even go to makeup school until I was 31.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Some of these other students were 17. So I definitely made a a total change later, but starting in my thirties and that was makeup school. And it takes a while to build this career, you know, especially in New York city where people don't know you and you have to work really hard to be trusted and make a name for yourself. So it was a couple years easily before I started to actually be able to do a job without, you know, sweating payment. So You know, I got to a point where I was like, I'm starting later. You know, my kit weighs 40 pounds. You're on your feet for easily 12, 14 hours a day. You're bent over. It's intense. So what can I pivot to next? You know, do I want to be 60 carrying this heavy gear, standing on my feet all day, or do I want to have a way of doing a job on the beach with a laptop? So I chose the each laptop and started, you know, spying on other artists, watching how, you know, their work ethic was, watching during fashion week, like what kind of products are they using? Are they gentle with the models? Are they kind? Are they, you know, respectful? And so, you know, I took about two years to kind of study other artists and then I approached them and said, hey, I'm going to start an agency.
1: Would you be interested? If so, let's do this. Terrific. And so you started excelling at makeup artistry, really honing your craft and your skill. And from there, you developed yourself as an agent, as a businesswoman, and you carefully selected your team. And then you built a team and you grew from there, huh? Exactly. How many people do you have on your team now? I had an original six. They're not
0: exclusive to me and they're all just phenomenal artists and amazing people. And I I want them to have the ability to expand and and do their own thing. You know, I don't wanna keep them under lock and key. So I I don't sign them on as exclusive. So because they're all working artists, I have expanded to include now eight artists. I I just signed on an eighth one. And you're bi-coastal, aren't you? I'm bi-coastal, which has been an interesting transition. I live part-time in Sedona, Arizona, and then I'm back in New York every couple weeks for work and also working in LA and Phoenix, but primarily Sedona and New York at this point. You know, when I tell people in Sedona how this happened, they're like, sure, of course it makes sense. When I tell people in New York, there's a moment of short-circuiting. Tell us more about that. <laughs> I, yeah, it is sort of hilarious when I imagine the, the different audiences, but during the pandemic, I chose to stay in New York And I was, you know, spending a lot of time in total solitude and I loved it. I was spending four hours a day, just working on sort of resetting and rejuvenating. I would do an hour of yoga with half an hour of restorative yoga, an hour long sound bath on my rooftop. I would listen to Alan Watts for an hour. I was doing such nourishing things. And then one day out of nowhere, I was watering my plants, not thinking about You know the trajectory of my life and literally it was just like a seed in my mind that exploded and it was just like oh you're moving and you're starting something completely new you're moving out west you're starting a new business and you're gonna love it and you're not gonna ask questions
1: this is incredible i mean this this is Sort of like, you know, a real gift from your inner self, the pandemic gave you this opportunity to give yourself a retreat, really. I mean, many, 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 most people didn't have that opportunity and you seized this and you were able to go deep within yourself and therein lied something pretty magical. You got clear direction for your next step, it sounds like. Absolutely. I mean, there were, you know, a little bit of growing pains as well, because I was
0: exceptionally fortunate to remain working throughout most of the pandemic. I had about
1: two months where I couldn't work. That must have been scary.
0: Not really. I, I was just grateful. I mean, I knew I knew people in my industry that didn't work for a straight year. So I, I don't know, you know, just a gift from the universe, but I somehow had clients that were able to pull it off and you know, obviously everything was was safe and, you know, monitored, but I, I was able to remain working and it was like something had, I don't know, something had changed within me where I always had this career that I loved and I was super grateful to do it every single day for 15 years. Something in, in me, you know, was feeling just a little bored, a little bored. And I've never, ever, ever felt that with my career before. So that to me was a sign. You know, it's, it's not time to stop doing this because I will always love doing makeup and, and, you know, working so intimately with people, but it's, it was just time for growth and expansion.
1: An extension of what you were doing, something in addition. Yes. So off to the West, you went. And now, so here you are in Sedona, that was a pretty exciting, unexpected new place you found yourself in. and. I'd love to talk a little bit more about what it is you're doing in Sedona. It's basically just sort of unpacked itself,
0: but it is the marriage of allied therapies with makeup artistry. So one of the things that has always been in place for me as an artist is that deep down, I'm a healer. And so the the artistry has sort of been a way for the universe to weave me into just different aspects of society and culture in order to do my healing work again this makes perfect sense in Sedona when i say this to people in new york city i think it sounds quirky but stay with me people
1: <laughs> nope i'm a new i'm a new i'm a new yorker and i'm Right there with you. Beautiful. I see the integration of your anthropology background and your makeup artistry and your spiritual side. I really see everything coming together. So it all makes perfect sense. You know, working in New York, which I still do, as
0: mentioned, every month, it's my love. I love it. It's fast-paced. It's interesting. I'm just constantly plugged into different environments, you know, whether it's, you know, whether I'm working with politicians or rock stars or, you know, world renowned surgeons, I am constantly learning. It doesn't matter who I'm working with, if we're doing an interview with, you know, an employee at an ice cream shop, I guarantee you, I'm going to learn something from that interaction. So that's a very, very beautiful thing that I'm grateful for that I'm never giving up. But the one thing that I found being a healer and, and doing these jobs is that it's in New York it's very truncated. So, you know, we're interviewing a CEO, so this person comes in and this person is, of course, like just stretched too thin and, you know, I only have five minutes. Can we make it quick? And I'm seeing the thoracic breathing and and all of the stress and this, that, and the other. So, you know, this person's already told me we have five minutes. They don't seem excited about sitting in the makeup chair. So I have less than five minutes to try to get into the nervous system, to try to speak gently, to try to, you know, massage some moisturizer into the face and it's very limited. So I I do believe that there is some sort of energetic restructuring, even in that brief interaction, but it's not what I'm fully being called to do. So with my new company, it will be entirely mine. So I get to design the environment. You know, people would always walk into my into the makeup room and say, oh, it's so zen in here. You know, the music is lovely and it's so calming. And I want to give that to people
1: on a not greater
0: scale. What's the word I'm looking for? I want to give that to people.
1: On a broader scale, it sounds like you're going to be giving this to people on a holistic, more complete and total scale, right? It sounds like you're giving them a full Package, a full experience, a real journey. You're going to take them on a real journey, it sounds like. Absolutely. And, you know, to that point. Wow. How incredible. It's really exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. It sounds it. I mean, I don't know of a place like that. That is music to my ears. (laughs) I don't know of a place that focuses on makeup artistry that begins with the inner spirit that awakens your inner beauty and enlivens your spirit so that your inner peace and inner glow is the impetus for that feeling of wholeness and oneness with yourself, which ignites that feeling of beauty. And then the makeup artistry helps you shine brighter. I've never heard of a place like that. What a better place than Sedona to open up. How incredible, Jenny. It just sounds bespoke of the moment and like sheer perfection. Oh, thank you. You are so kind. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to get on a plane and go. I cannot wait to have you.
0: (laughs) I mean, really and truly. You know, Daniela, that was the most just succinct and perfect description of what I'm trying to do here. But you know, one thing that I, I just wanna say to everyone that I want to add to this is that people really honestly don't understand what beauty is. And, you know, in the 15 years that I've been doing this, people always ask me about the beautiful people that I've worked with. And I always tell them the most beautiful people I have encountered are not actors and models. They're not celebrities. They're not what you would expect because beauty is an energy. It's an essence. So that's what I'm tapping into with this new pursuit. I want everyone to understand that they're beautiful and it has
1: nothing to do with the surface. How powerful. That's a really powerful gift to bestow on your clients. It's exciting. And changing, it changes people's lives. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'm thrilled
0: to be doing this. I'm just answering a call. It's like the seed was planted and now it's just Self generating.
1: Beautiful. So beautiful. I love it. And you imagine Zen Beauty will open this fall. Yes.
0: And I cannot wait to welcome anyone and everyone to
1: my new place.
0: I can't wait.
1: I'll bet you really look forward to sharing the bespoke experience that you've created. Yes. I'm
0: extremely excited to share the bespoke experience that we're going to co-create in this new environment. Yeah, I'm
1: really, really excited about it. Everything about it feels right. It sounds powerful. It sounds really powerful. Thank you. In these strange times, it feels like just the right kind of healing that we all need. And these times are, are meant to actually do good things for our, our evolution. I do believe that. I'm so glad you believe that. I struggle sometimes and I I believe that too. And I think it's the practice of gratitude and the conversations like this and the partnerships like these that help us hold strong in our belief. So yes, I, I believe it too. In the letting go. The,
0: I always say, you know, my, my life gets, it's a bumpy ride when I try to drive. If I get in the passenger seat and let the universe drive, it's, we're all good. But then it's you know, I have to catch myself. I'm like, oh I'm I'm driving, I need to move over.
1: Well, Jenny, thank you so much for talking with me so candidly and sharing so generously about your project. It sounds incredible. Janiella, thank you. And you are incredible. Zen Beauty sounds like a special gift to all of us. And you are just a love. And it was wonderful spending this half hour with you. And I'm glad that other people will get to share it with us as well. Oh, thank you so much. I I appreciate you. And
0: I so appreciate getting this time with you. It was just seamless for me and
1: fun. And I didn't feel nervous at all because it's you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. And hugs to you, Jenny. We'll talk soon. Hugs to you too. Sounds good.
0: Thanks so much for being here for the CoLab Career Stories podcast. Please follow us on social media at Join the CoLab and sign up to become a member and share your story at jointhecolab.com.